you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. This is the Friend Zone. I'm Dustin Ross, and here's the news that you can use. First up, Monday's versus battle between Monica and Brandy broke ratings numbers with over 1.2 million viewers, but it started 15 minutes late. Brandy's momager, Sonia Norwood, stalled things after seeing Monica walk out of her dressing room by accosting producers and demanding answers. You said scarecrow chic. Uh-uh. Next. Also in the audience at last night's <laughs> verses was Ray J, brother of Brandy, who tripped over a cord on the floor and caused a two-second delay in the live stream. This occurred after the television personality rolled his eyes following a mention of Whitney Houston's name and then miraculously and immediately heard the sound of a cord tightening whoosh, and a voice saying, It's not right. But it's okay. Wow, Dustin. <laughs> Jeez. And finally, many thanks to Tyler <laughs> oh Perry Studios God. for doing an amazing job hosting last night's Versus <laughs> Bottle on their lot. Brandy and Monica were both greeted by a personal video message from Medea informing them that they better not, quote, start no shit because the boy may be theirs, but the damn house is hers and she don't play that, end quote. <laughs> Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, <laughs> and mental hygiene, because we don't want no damn stinking-ass, musty-ass brain. We've been saying it for all these years. Damn it, you know how it go. Hey, friend, how you doing? And I don't <laughs> okay. give a fuck either. That's funny, Medea checking Brandy and Monica before they get to Tyler Perry Studios. Like, look here, bitches. I don't know what the hell y'all had going back and forth, but it's not happening tonight. Now, the boy may be yours, but damn it, the house is mine. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. So Dustin's Zoom name is Navadius Wilburn. Is that uh-huh. Future's real name? Mm-hmm. Ten points. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Ten points for my girlfriend. Okay. Why did I know that? Friend on the board. Navadius Wilburn. You know, just feeling aspirational, feeling like I can do anything. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like that was an appropriate name for me. I'm scared of you. Look into so, my future. <laughs> aspirational. <laughs> So before we jump in, do you guys have any announcements you'd like to share with the class? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why is that no, funny? Because the class thing, it's just funny. <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't have any. 
Asante. I want to give a quick shout out to um, Orlando and Tahoe. I did a <laughs> quick stint over on Harder Soft Podcast. Um, please go check me out. I'm being crass in a heterosexual yes. space. It's nothing. Don't ask me no questions. I just did it to support my friends. <laughs> Yay. And speaking of Asante Smith, you have the Black Business of the Week. Oh, my God. Yes, I absolutely do. I want to give a quick shout out to Rhythm and Flame on Instagram. They sent me a DM. That's a dope name. They have name. a very, very awesome business. Mm-hmm. Rhythm and Flame. It is a very dope name because it is a very dope business. Uh, so Rhythm and Flame, they actually do candles. And on the candles is a little barcode, a little QR code. And you can actually, it'll allow you to go to a playlist. So for every candle scent that you order, there's a custom playlist oh, to go with sick. it. And suck can, it, suck it now. Okay. That's dope as hell. Yeah, they, they customize, uh, you know, what service you use. So if you use Spotify or Apple Music or Tidal, they can put the correct QR on there. And you will have a tune to go along with your, your candle. That's so dope. definitely check them out. They're at rhythmandflame.com, or you can just go to Rhythm and Flame on Instagram. Uh, thank you to Rhythm and Flame for reaching out. They've got some really, really lovely divine scents here. And um, yeah, they actually want to send us some candles. So I might take y'all up on that because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a little music and a little situation. Okay. I will never That's turn down a candle business. or a playlist. And they're okay. selling a whole damn vibe. You get the candle and the playlist. Who do- mm. All who do- Look, who delivers it? That's all I want to say. Okay. Look, you know how far we're going with this package, okay? How far we're going with this package deal, okay? <laughs> Shit, you really, look, Friend is tell them tolerant. to call me. We can elevate this whole thing for real, oh, you know? Shit. <laughs> okay. You going to deliver the You know, depending on what death. county you, well, never mind. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. That. Uh, uh, <laughs> see? You know why I'm laughing? Because this fine ass dude <laughs> this fine ass dude <laughs> delivered some flowers to my house the other day <laughs> and it, the combination you know when I when my elevator opened we both were like I felt like the Tony Braxton video <laughs> yeah <laughs> <You> remember <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about you know but, what okay I'm you know what but well you know what you have to consider <laughs> that and literally consider the source because whoever sent you those flowers sent them because they wanted you to be happy right right and when that and when and you heard little that did they ding! know okay there you go <laughs> <laughs> service with a smile goddamn okay. <laughs> Woo, so with that being said last week's episode titled 67 minutes <laughs> I'm dying. Tamara Brown. Oh, wait, no. Hold on. Let me say what it was about. It was a shoot the shit episode that meant no hop and no <laughs> segments, just whatever wanted to come up. Asante Smith, who stood out to you? No, friend, what did you find? <laughs> who stood out to you, friend? <laughs> I, got, I got fumbled <laughs> thinking about the delivery dude. Um, hey, girl, I was fumbled too. <laughs> <laughs> so Tamara Brown said... I think Garcelle will be a good addition. She did really well as a co-host on Hollywood Today Live. I don't know what show that is, mm. but to I trust you. that you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing because I actually I fuck with Garcelle. It just is a thing. I just it just is a thing, you know. So she was basically co-signing what you guys were saying that Garcelle would do really well on the real. See, I, agree. <laughs> I can see the gift of the girl going. 
I, I, all I think about is Red. Her name was Red. Who is that? Oh, That's so you was, know who that is from that GIF? On, on Bad Girls Club. Wow, really? Her name is Red. And she was smoking. That's when she was smoking them black and mouths. Yes. And she was outside with that black and mild. She said, to you. I forgot what it was. the conversation was about. Wow. But Red was very, very aggressive. Very <laughs> Who scary. stood out to you, Asante? <clears throat> I want to give a shout out to you guys and the emails that always send us your submissions. Don't forget to email us every week at the network.com. This letter comes from AK. The subject is Saudi soul. And Saudi, uh, AK says, hello, just want to give a big shout out to Asante. Hey, thanks for highlighting Saudi soul on the podcast. Their virtual launch was incredible and they've been a band that's just had consistent hits locally and across Africa. I, as a queer man in Kenya, it's where it's illegal and one can serve up to 14 years in prison. What the band did by posting a photo of all their partners was defiant and pretty progressive, and we applaud that. Also, to have his three straight bandmates support their queer one like they should was also huge. So for us, it was a huge thing, and the visibility was so impactful for our queer folk who are typically berated and shunned in Africa. Their music is great, so have a listen if you have some time, too. I've been listening to your podcast. Keep up the great work. Lots of love, lots of love and tings. So thank you, AK, for that. Saudi soul. You guys just keep giving us really great information. So all I'm doing is highlighting it. So thank you for that. And I'm glad that, that was such a powerful moment because nobody should be getting persecuted for their sexuality. That's still it's stupid. We're in 2020. But that's what I found. Dustin Ross, what did you find out there in them Twitter streets? I want to give a shout out to the homie Michael Arsenal, talented author. And um, hey. Hey. on TV show, Big Shit Poppin'. But yes. Um, Michael Arsenault tweeted um, a link to an article on Vanity Fair titled Melania Did Not Care in a blistering new book by Stephanie Winston, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so he quoted that uh, article with uh, the following, uh, a sentence in quote, did Michelle Obama go to the border? She never did. Show me the pictures. Quote, next quote, I know who I married. Quote, then Michael Arsenault wrote, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. And I just thought that was so appropriate because I'm so tired of these people, quote unquote, caping for Melania Trump or or just uh, romanticizing this this image of, of her being, you know, um, held captive and all this shit. I hate Melania Trump. I remember when she wore that coat to go see them oh, kids. Oh, God, You yes. know what I'm saying? With, out at the cage, them kids in fucking cages and she got on a coat. Or no, was it the hurricane? She was going All to see somebody, it. and the damn coat said, I really don't care, do you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't stand her, so I just was so, that made me feel so good. Second tweet, I'll, second tweet rather, I'll keep it uh, short. Wait, did you see Cardi B tweet out that, na- that nude picture? Of her and said about she looked like, <laughs> come on, friend, say it. Come what on, friend, like, you know what, what she said. What did she say? What she, she looked say? like she, she was like selling she that sell wop. That Yo, I fucking yeah. Twitter is Bitch so ain't my, ridiculous. She ain't my she goddamn got a first lady, uh, naked <laughs> on a gold piano in Trump Tower and shit. Now you want me to think she belonged in a, oh, to address the nation, tell some kids how to be. Fuck, Lonnie. Anyway, so moving on. The next tweet is actually funny. It comes from um, at Long Live Papa with two A's and the O is a zero because you know everybody's a star. Um, but the tweet says. I really want a face tat. And it's a picture of her. She's a beautiful young lady. And she's at work. I'm going to let you guys see her face and tell me what you think. Yeah. And the tweet says, she is. And the tweet says, I want a face tat. Now, I'm not even going to go into detail, but just understand that the replies to this tweet (laughs) 
As I, I'm getting a live reaction wow. from Fran and Asante. I'm showing them the scroll Look on Zoom. <laughs> the replies to this tweet make it worth no. every single second of reading. Yeah, but so how you at work like that? I always admire people that can <laughs> look like that at work. Look at this. Thank you. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you on, on the real, that last job, my last foray in corporate America, I will say this. Not only did I go to work happy and and settled every time I got there in the morning, but I walked away from that job with real ass friends to this day because I, you know, attribute that to me being in a better place mentally when I would arrive at work. So you can take that and put it in your pipe and smoke it. Take it as you will, literally. (laughs) There's that. So this week's episode is a Dustin Ross takeover. Give it to me then. Give it to me. Give it to me. That's right, you know. Tell us what we're in for. Thank you so much, friend. Um, You know, it's amazing. We've been working together for so many years. I never get tired of you saying, take it away, Dustin. Take Uh, it away, Dustin Ross. You know, I I really just am happy to be here this week because this is a week of reflection for us. Uh, Mm -hmm. Last week, Mm -hmm. we kind of tapped into the audience um, and asked them what what quotes, what uh, little phrases and inside jokes that they're so familiar with from our show after all these years, do they really want to know the background story on it? We said we were going to call this the reference episode, right? Mm-hmm. So here we is, y'all. We're at the reference episode. Um, and I just feel like this is a really fun discussion that we need to have because I know that although we know what we always talking about, some people don't. <laughs> and if you're a day one listener, you've been able to grow with us along the way and learn these phrases um, and jokes that we throw back and forth amongst each other. Um, but some people who have just started fucking with us, they might not really know. So let's clear the air like JT and Carisha said, okay? Did you see the hashtag? Did you get a chance to go through it? Did I? Yes, so I saw the hashtag. Did, no, I didn't. First of all, there was a hashtag? Yeah, reference episode. Uh, and it was so funny. To be honest, some of them, I didn't even remember what the hell, mm-hmm. like where mm-hmm. we got it from. I was like, I'm going to need a refresher course on this episode too. So, Well, I definitely did. And one of the um, Twitter users who stood out in that uh, hashtag was Whitley Grant 13. Yes. She made I a whole thread. Thank you very much. And so, baby, your wishes are command. Anytime you put that much effort into, you know, asking us for something, we would be remiss not to give it to you. So shout out to Willie Grant 13 and her amazing thrill. You can find that on Twitter if you just search reference episode. Uh, which Asante I is found actually, the we're getting another live reaction from Asante as he searches it. Um, and yeah, so without further ado, let's start the process, shall we? So the first... Uh, the first line that we're going to uh, actually qualify is one that we say every damn week because it is an intro to one of our segments on the show, and that's Friends Wellness segment. And it is, well, 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 well. <laughs> okay. I missed that one. We got to bring it back. We got to bring it all the way back, but it's so funny because it literally is something just that came from us talking shit on the show. Fran, you hosted a say before, without further, well, we'll get into the clips in a second, but Fran hosts, as we know, um, the wellness segment portion of our show, um, incredibly important, critical part and central part of our discussion um, that we decided yes. to make fun in our own individual ways. Fran always tells us stuff. Fran, you know, was Tabitha Brown before Tabitha Brown even opened her damn mouth because <laughs> Fran can tell you anything. Can't Fran can say, kiss my ass. 
and it'll make you, you know, you'll be like, damn, I'm really finna kiss her ass and I'm really excited to do You know, because of her, she has a way. And so Fran makes it fun her way. Asante, you make it fun your way. And what the way I decided to make it fun was by, you know, qualifying it with that little intro clip. It's something that stuck in my head because it's actually a sample from not a Twister song. Most people think it's from Twister's song that was produced by Kanye West, but it's actually what that song sampled, which is A House Is Not A Home by Luther Vandross. So first we're going to play the Twister sample that y'all think it is, and now we're going to play the Luther Vandross sample <laughs> that it really is. Are you going to be, say you're going to be, are you going to be, say you're going to be, are you going to be, say you're going to be, well, 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 well. That's right. So as you can see, it is Luther Vandross saying, well, 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 well. I added the mm, mm, just because I'm an original. <laughs> and I felt like it made it, you know, a little bit more vibrant. But that's where you that came the, from. You added the green leaf to it. I had to add a little stank on it, you know, and do it my way. But I, um, friend, you know, I never wanted in all these years, you know what I'm saying, doing this shit. I never wanted you to feel like we were trying to make light of the gems that you dropped during Never. Your, your wellness segment. I always segment. thought it was yeah. great. Yeah, everything we do is funny, even the serious stuff. So I think that's what makes this show special. Exactly. So fuck y'all hoes that be in uh, our mentions trying to get shit started between the three of us because it ain't going to work. <laughs> we already having fun as we do this. Thank you very much. Asante, did you know when we started saying... Um, yes, you knew, So you knew where that came from. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. And when you were doing a little thing at the end, I'm like, does Luther do that? <laughs> like, is that why? Because I was wondering, I was like, is he trying to differentiate? I'm a vocalist. Because I don't remember Natural that. Natural born vocalist. <laughs> yeah, you use adding character That's to it. That's what I'm yeah, trying to so tell you. So that. that is actually the first place that we're going to start because I felt like it was something that everybody will remember around, around here, rather. Now, uh, I want to move things on to another clip that we all know and love. This is a clip that really don't need no introduction. And the moment I say this, even like the first, the moment I say the first three words, you're going to know. Why exactly do I what feel it like is. I know what it is? I feel like I know what it is. If you want to come on down, <laughs> come on down. So is it going to so, be weird if like one day we see that girl out somewhere like, oh, my God, that's her. I'm like, still waiting for her to like, email that, us. I thought she was going to email us after we mentioned and she week. And she should email us. But let's go ahead she and should. play the clip now and then we'll tell the backstory behind it. I'm going to Disney World October 3rd. So if you want to come on down, come on down, down. So as you guys know, that is our dear friend Asante. What was baby girl's name? Uh, cuter, mm-hmm. than you. cuter than you what's it cuter oh, than you four. Oh, four. there you go <laughs> listen she affirmed. is a mini vocalist yes affirmed and and totally uh just central to this show i will never forget <laughs> hearing that damn video i believe we were this was during the vine days we just told this story mm-hmm. but we we heard mm-hmm. that story we heard that tweet that video rather during the vine days from that young lady and it just stuck with us. It made me laugh. It made Asante laugh. And it damn sure made Fran laugh. <laughs> you know, I had no idea that like hand thing that she did was like a song. In my mind, she was the like originator. Like it was something that people was doing what at was school. The and, like she thing? just put it on Vine. Let me see. <laughs> Stop. Don't talk to me. Hey, Don't talk to loser, me. Loser, lame Come on, Asante. Yeah. Let's hit it. Five, four, three, two. No, you, we lagging. You got to hit on, it. Come on, Asante. Five, four, three, two. Stop. 
don't talk to me. Loser, lame, or wanna be like, oh, <laughs> what totally. The hell? I wish y'all could see this, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and that we can't, now that we can't even get on video. I don't know how we'll find that, but that's what endeared us to her. <laughs> and we started saying that shit all the time when we would be amongst each other. And so, because uh, your ass is always like, look, look, and I'd be like, stop. Oh, so, and there's a little hand gesture moment that goes with that. Ooh. So, just a random gem that we found. Wherever you are, cuter than you are for, please, God, I hope this makes its way to you somehow. You are such a cute little girl. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're making great you know, grades. Hope your mama is staying. They gotta be a cousin or something of hers. That please find her, please, y'all. <laughs> because once again, she's going to Disney World October the third. So if you want to come on down, come on come down. Come on down. Come the on fact down. that she was inviting the people who, who were her audience essentially to just come to Disney World, <laughs> no, no meetup, no, just I'm gonna be in Disney World October the third. It was just just so authentic from her little child like perspective. Hilarious. A trailblazer. <laughs> so <laughs> shout out to you, cute in the old four. All right, y'all ready for the next one? Now, this next one is actually interesting. This one is really interesting, okay? Because it's a Rihanna clip, okay? And we always say it here. <laughs> is it a real yeah. Rihanna clip? Because you know, your ass would do Rihanna impersonations and knows stuff this, with me. I, that's what Every... I'm trying to tell you. Like the way this there's, <laughs> there's some twists and turns in this this story here, okay? So <laughs> In other words, it is not a Rihanna clip. Well, the thing about it is it is the Rihanna clip, but it's not saying what we say it's saying. That's the thing. It's kind of morphed into its own. So, okay. This clip is actually the, I'm sure y'all have heard me say it, and I'm sure you all have said it too at some point, the let's be clear. Okay, when we when we when we do that, right? Now, everybody knows that that is from. Everybody knows. Another clip, but we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna <laughs> dignify her. The southern, the southern burnt. Anyways, um, so <laughs> she's not the southern belle; she's the southern burn. No. But anyway, and that's on Phaedra. That's for you, Phaedra. She's the southern brunette, which well, technically, <laughs> but anyway, um, okay. So this clip, let's actually roll it, and then we're gonna qualify the clip. Pardon? What are you looking for in a man now to wear this clothes? I'm not looking for a man. Let's start there. There. Okay, there. so that is Rihanna. And as you can see, she in fact does not say, let's be clear. Okay, you know what she says? <laughs> she says, let's start there. But some kind of way, somehow over all these years, we have morphed it into, let's be clear. Now, while the wording may be different, the accent it's the same. And although, you know, it may not sound nothing like her, I feel like I do a job of whatever accent that is. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's what my <laughs> accent always sounds like when I'm trying to have one. And I own it at this point, you know? <laughs> let's be clear, okay? Or as the quote actually says, let's start there, okay? Wow. <laughs> that was good, All this right? Time. Wow. Right. All this time. All this time. Was that the Mandela effect? Like, did it update and we didn't know? Like, I think it's one of them I'm Ed McMahon-ass things like we was talking about, you know, because I could have <laughs> sworn, I could have sworn yes. she was saying, let's be clear. But she was saying, <laughs> I don't want to admit, let's start there. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think my Rihanna accident's pretty good, okay? Okay. What happened? What did, what did Rihanna do when, um, when Lil Nas X farted? <laughs> what? When he farted? <laughs> what did I say what did she I said? Mean? Aside that, 
What did I say? Oh, Tia. What did I say? Uh, what did she? What did I say? She said, "Yo, I don't it was remember, something like uh, it was something about it was something about her Putin or something." Uh, really? I was uh, like, something, uh, "Take your horse to the old town." Or something I said. <laughs> this accent is killing me. That's why we. It was so much when he did it the first time. I, I it was so funny. It. So whoever, if anybody remembers that joke, there was a joke I told about Rihanna and Ooh. little Nas X and him Putin while they were shooting. So, <laughs> on yeah, the it was carpet. on the red carpet. A little X, X fired it. It was one of the QTNAs from back in the day. I'm going to have to look through me. my notes and find that joke because that, that was actually that was a good one. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know, okay, now. Friend, he was dead like, he was like, next time, next time you put like that, I'm going to take yeah. your horse's <laughs> yeah. dollars. What so the hell? Like, and his accent was Why what was really like Drake, killing though? me, like... <laughs> Oh, man oh, down. Next time, I'm going to take your horse and take it to the old town road. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> it was a funny, oh, God, I got to find that joke in my notes. See, this is another Ooh. reference that we're going to have. Obviously, there'll be uh, more reference notes as we make episodes <laughs> in the future. Uh, okay, <laughs> this is fun, y'all. Oh, God. Okay, so the next line, actually is one that comes from, I'm not even going to say her name because that's what she wants us to do, but it was a classic line that she said, and it's one that we actually adapted um, in a literal format and then also apply it to other scenarios in life. So we're going to play it. I already know where we're going. We're going to play it, and then we're going to tell the story of what it really meant. Milo, support me, bitch! (laughs) Nah. (laughs) As you can tell... Support That's me, right. Bitch. That was Nene Leaks, okay? And that was from Real Housewives of Atlanta. And that was during um, season 11. And during season 11, Nene Leaks had a party where none of the women wore like any hair extensions or any makeup. Everybody was supposed to just have their natural hair and not have makeup on their face. And so we all know she looked like the lady on Game of Thrones when she had that short blonde haircut or whatever at the, at the dinner Stop party. Stop it. <clears throat> no. No, and so no, y'all no. know it, hair on game, hair on no. GOT. So anyway, while she was having that, she had this this really vain like breakdown or whatever. And she was Marlo was really like calling her out on her shit. Like, bitch, I drove all the way out here because something was wrong with your ass. And you wouldn't even let me through the gate. I left my hair appointment early. That's why I'm looking like this. Like Marlo was going off on her. And as you know, Nene was telling her, of course, Nene being typical narcissist Nene, she's not focusing on anyone but herself. So she told Marlo, support me, bitch. And so that's what she told her. Now, of course, that was funny anyway, because just telling somebody support me, bitch, is funny. You know what I'm saying? But the (laughs) fact that it was coming from Nene of all people, whatever. But me personally, I just understood the deeper meaning, you know? So I like to take a little deeper dive sometimes. I'm so mad you named that wig the Cersei. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. fucked me up a little bit. Like, like Cersei Percy, but she was black, so it was the Percy wig. But anyway, so, okay, so. Beneath the Atlantis. Yeah, so I felt like this would actually be something that pet owners, you know, could really take advantage of and really take to heart as well, you know? Let's talk about why. How many times do you see people, you know, animals on a leash, picking up their shit? feeding them, washing their ass, literally, taking them to play with other people, just doing everything for their pets, doing literally everything for their pets. What have you ever seen a pet do for a human? 
Nothing. All they do is take and take and take and take. That's it. So finally, it was time for pet owners to speak up and speak out and let them know in the name and vein of Lenny Leaks. Support me, bitch! Literally, (laughs) female dog, support me. Do something for me. When have you ever seen a pet flushing a toilet for all? You see them doing every damn thing else. They stand up and wear shoes and pose for pictures and sit and roll over. Do something for me. Pick my shit up for once. Help me out. Fix me a goddamn play. You got four legs and arms. They really do both. So why don't you, you know what I'm saying? Why don't you help me out? So that is how we interpreted Nini's quote. And that's when you heard us say, support me, bitch, a lot through the years. And, you know, wow. and we really feel like pets are really good for nothing sometimes. and very shiftless as well. And so we have just had to do what we had to do. And that's the story of support, support me, bitch. me, bitch. Asante, you got to let a pet know sometimes. You the bitch. Let a yeah, pet know. That's right. So support me, bitch. That's where they came from. What if you have a bird instead of a dog? Like a Moe? bird is a bitch, too. Wow. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How many times you seen a, if a bird shit on you, what you going to call it? I remember one time me and my friends had went to this amusement park back in the day. It was way, way, way back in the day. And um, I had like a, a tank top jersey, like a Detroit Pistons basketball jersey on. And it had gotten cold and we were drinking and stuff. So I was doing weird, funny shit. And my friends were laughing at me because I'd taken all this paper towel off the roll and kind of made a little jacket, like put it around my arms because it had got chilly. We was on, you know, <laughs> that amusement park is on a peninsula. So we was on the water, that breeze, you know, and oh, it had got breeze. chilly. It was unseasonably cold that summer. But anyway... Um, so I had that. They was talking shit about me, laughing at me, talking shit about me all the whole time, right? Sure enough, we stopped to get, I don't know if we had got beers or something. We stopped to get something. And a seagull, okay? <laughs> now, you know what kind of a dump no. a seagull will take. You know what I'm saying? A seagull <laughs> got big ass butt butt cheeks and hips and shit. And you know how a seagull is built. Oh, my God. So a goddamn <laughs> seagull, like like, that, like, that, like the music, a flock of seagulls. A flock of seagulls had, like, rolled across us, and they shit and asked me who got shit on by the bird and who didn't. Your boy Dustin, because I had them paper towels around me. So I just <laughs> dropped the robe like James. You know how James Brown would drop that cape, you know what I'm saying, and let it let it fall on the motherfucking floor. That's what I did and kept it moving. Meanwhile, they was mad. It was already cold. They had to like rinse their shirts out and rent, wear a wet ass shirt in the cold. Oh, you hell know, no. or buy, pay $700. You know how expensive t shirts are at the amusement park. Pay $1,000 for a new damn shirt. <laughs> I was good good to go. I said, so he who laughs last. Okay? <laughs> and so that's my story about birds and why they can be bitches too. Birds is bitches too. Because even though it didn't hit me, that bird was a bitch wow. for shitting on my friends. You know, I didn't appreciate that. Okay. <clears throat> that's a word for some nigga in the hood. Now, oh the next clip we're going to give um, credence to, another one. Really needs no introduction. I'm sure y'all will understand as soon as you hear it. Oh! Shout out to everybody. I have fun. That's right. That's my favorite. That's friends right there. Shout out to everybody. I have fun. And you got to do the hand. Uh (laughs) Remember we started doing that at the end of each uh, tour stop and the whole audience would say it back. That was the best fucking feeling. Shout out to everybody. I have fun. And the crowd would say it. Oh, I love that our was hilarious. <laughs> um, again, another another um, 
video clip that just kind of like resonated with our soul. Shout out to um, Selva Mizrahi, aka MC Deborah, wishing you nothing MC but health Deborah. and wealth and blessings. Yes, yes. we love, love you, MC you. Deborah. MC Deborah then gave a lot to meme culture, to ballroom sure culture. Did. To so many different um, things that cut. we interact with. A new color. A new color. <laughs> a new color. <laughs> and then the other one, uh, they asked her something. She's like, no. <laughs> Walking in front of Kelly Mizrahi like that. Shout yes. out to Kelly Mizrahi. Mm, so all of that is hilarious. Best. Shout out to MC Deborah and Fran. I know that one really was special to you because it really it was. I could not stop saying for like a year straight. <laughs> You loved it. Shout out to everybody. I damn had fun. So that's where that came from, you guys. Um, and yeah, giving our roses to MC Deborah because she damn sure deserves them. So, mm-hmm. and that's on police sirens. Now, <clears throat> okay, damn. This next, I like it. It gives it t- gives it texture. So this next uh, <laughs> clip that I'm gonna play, <laughs> again, this one is for real deal friend zone listeners. Real deal, um, live show attendees, the Uh-oh. three of fucking us, like this, this one right here, <laughs> I K or excuse me, I Y K Y K, right? If you know, you know. <laughs> Picture it, New York City, 2000, (laughs) don't remember when. So I'm literally laying in my bed in my apartment watching television. You know, I used to let my TV just roll on New York One. Y'all know that was my my mainstay. I used to learn so much about the city and all the boroughs, you know, interesting little parts, restaurants, things. Anyway, watch your local news, basically. But on that (laughs) channel, you know what I'm saying? They would run like national commercials, whatever. And so I heard this Crown Royal commercial randomly and... You know, didn't think twice about it, but it repeated and it kept repeating and it just stuck because they were singing their asses off. It was so soulful to the point that I I tried the liquor. You know what I'm saying? I got a drunk cousin. She used to warm up her Hennessy in the microwave. I ain't even going to front. I warmed up me a little bit of that vanilla Crown Royal. (laughs) It took a little warm (laughs) shot. (laughs) I said, because if anybody know... If anybody know, you want to talk about the pattern. I said, if anybody know, that's who <laughs> that's who I need to consult. Because I was so I was just so intrigued by that commercial and those vocal stylings. We brought it to the friend zone. Everybody loved it that heard it. And it just became a part of our vernacular. Vanella, so good, so good. Let's talk about a layered vocal. Let's talk about inflection. Let's talk about tone. Let's talk about pitch. Let's talk about intonation. Friend, give me another singing word. <laughs> give, me, give me a singer word, friend. Come on, I'm still the momentum. The I momentum. Come on, friend. Uh, I, I, I got I, performance I, pressure. Uh, 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 give me another pitch. Uh, uh, you uh, say pitch. pitch. Uh, we gonna say it again, damn it. Give me pitch. <laughs> 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 give me tone. Tony tone tone. Give me all of it. Because I'm telling you. That is exactly what they presented. Y'all know that's one of our favorite damn commercials, and it just is what when it is. When did we stop saying it? We was we say it so much. Well, I, I guess think it's we just burn it out. So many damn yeah, it's true. 
We just said it until we were tired of saying it because it was really no reason to stop saying it is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> and if you really want to get into it, one of them girls, when she was singing so good, like the second time, she was singing it with like an avocado on her mouth. Wow. She was like, so good. So good. So, good. so before we take a, we, before we go too far left, I do say, friend, that you offer us actually a little bit of the history behind uh, avocados and bananas oh. or whatever. Because I did see that pop up, but I just felt like, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't finna um, jokerly appropriate that from you. So I felt like <laughs> that was your story to tell, you know what I'm saying? So what's up, friend? As a, as a bonus, you know, what's the story behind avocados and bananas? What was his name? It was Krish. Do you remember him from Vine? I ho- I'm just, no, I want to make sure. When you said it was a Vine person. Krish, I'm going to just type. Here, look, tell the story and I'm going to um, find his Vine. So there's a Viner. Yeah, it is Krish. Um, C-H-R-I-S-H. Krish. <laughs> like short for Christian? Right. And so he had That's a video. That's what Jesus should have did. <laughs> he had a video called Indie Girl Introduces Us to Her Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> And it was on Vine. And when I heard that, I fucking died. And so I'm going to play the clip so that you guys can hear what we're talking about. Welcome to my kitchen. We have bananas and avocados. <laughs> we have bananas and avocados. You know yeah, that's you the damn Indian girl y'all. accent. Yeah, y'all remember y'all was singing like that on every damn thing. They still How are. Singing, what do you friend? mean? <laughs> still are. Yeah, let's go. So that's what we started calling it um, avocados, just saying that type of indie indie girl accent on songs is the avocado accent, just because that that's just how we do. And I could not stop saying it. Now all of you guys are saying it. I was actually so embarrassed because we were talking mm-hmm. about an artist. And I said she sounds like avocados, and she actually messaged me and was like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> you said, "What you tell her? Sing the word, and you tell me." <laughs> Ooh, I mean, I kept it real. I was like, "Oh, it's just the you know the indie girl accent." She was like, oh, "Okay, that's interesting." Like, <laughs> Shade. Like, do she you said, pronounce oh, apple like okay. that? Regularly? Okay. Okay. so shout out to Chris who was one of the funniest motherfuckers on Vine back in the day he's his videos is probably one of the few people that I was like actually subscribed to or followed whatever the word was for Vine Mm -hmm. because he was so funny he's actually like a singing ass singer 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 so I was gonna ask you wasn't he one of those singing comedians he he can actually sing his ass off but his his vocal jokes were extra funny because he's just funny as hell so that's where avocados came from when we say that Mm -hmm. so we're gonna come (laughs) out with an album under the name his artist name is going to be uh, Autumn Jogger (laughs) what Summer Walker anyway okay so No. I also I also no. want to give a shout out to Lewis York. Shout out to Clark Kelly and Chuck hey. So good, so Opa. good was they shit too. And everybody so knows good. it. They love that Crown Royal commercial and that jingle. They <laughs> loved it. And so they just deserve honorary mention during that section of the program. <laughs> Thank you. Next we're gonna move to uh a woman who needs no introduction. She actually has two entries in today's uh race. Um Uh-oh. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. And I'm not even going to say her name. I'm just going to let her voice, because she has one of those voices that when you hear it, like, shout out to Brandy last night, because Brandy got one of them distinct, like, oh. tones. When you hear her sing, you just know it's her. Oh. So, yeah, for real, I give it, you know, I give anybody their props, even if they oh. were scared, even if they wear um, some scarecrow jeans on the verses. I so, liked her oh outfit. God. I don't know why people were making fun of the it. Jeans. I loved it. The <laughs> jacket was shit. cute. The That's the some jeans. shit I would have worn to a friend. No, you wouldn't have. You got you better jeans. You got better jeans. You were so supportive. You would have been like, That's cute, girl. Because you do it right. But I'm not going <laughs> to let you look a fool. <laughs> In in no, in no scarecrow jeans. Now okay, y'all know anyway. that's an outfit I would have pulled up on for a friend that was zone very friend. tour stop. I definitely yes. saw the, ja- the jacket, which was amazing. Yes, you know. What I'm and saying? Kia, Kia, and texting me talking about the shoes are white. The shoes are white. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I like them. Me, first of all, Kia and I always fight because she thinks white shoes are the most terrible thing on earth. But Hates I love Hates them. them. I think them. they're cute. I liked Brandy's pair. They look like the little emoji everybody was tweeting out. But they're oh, cute to me. Oh. <laughs> They're okay. Cute. Uh-huh. They did. They look like um you know like them serving dishes that you put like small plates on and they like like tapas on. Maybe like a rectangle, a white rectangular dish would be three tapas you on. You are it. so terrible. I thought you was gonna say like the spoon holder. Like no, nah, but not stove. for nothing. She wore them white she wore them white shoes to be funny. I don't care what nobody says. She wore them white shoes trying to be funny and make fun of that Monica album cover them shoes Monica had on in in that video. <laughs> And I believe Brandy would do that. I do. No. You know? Amazing talent, amazing artist. Love her music. Love everything. You wore them motherfucking shoes on purpose. And they were Thank cute, you. Brandy. They were, but they were Bottega beautiful. You know what Bottega I'm saying? And actually, the, yeah, they're like the hot shoe right now, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, and I really but like them. I know it's not for everybody, but I like it's them. It's intentional. <laughs> it's intentional. <laughs> anyway, so back to the, just to move on. And you know what? This actually applies. Well, I'm not going to say it applies to this to Brandy, but it's a perfect segue to get to this new person who has two entries in today's countdown. Here we go. You'll know her. She needs no introduction. If you're a mama and you ain't got your baby and your gra- and your mama got your baby, then you're not the mama. Your grandmama's the baby. <laughs> the king, the, the <sighs> queen. A classic. A classic. So shout out to Jocelyn Hernandez. Um, you know, your grandmama's the baby. Now, this has also morphed into the grandmama's the baby because we've taken it and applied it to different things in life, different situations, different items, different people, places, things, you name it. It applies. The grandmama is, is often and in fact the baby. And so <laughs> the fact that Jocelyn coined this was hilarious. Now, we know what she was trying to say. Will you tell us say, what she was trying to say? What was she even talking about? So first of all, I fuck with it off the strength that she was talking about. She was talking about Kay Michelle, first of all. This okay. was in the heat of an argument between her and Kay Michelle. So we already didn't pick the side, pick the side. But, um, yes. you know, so she was saying basically how. Yes, we have. It's no secret, <laughs> K. Michelle's been very transparent about the fact that, you know, it works for her and her family for her son to spend his formative years, go to school and stuff, um, where her mom and dad live. He can have a more normal childhood, you know, while she works and travels and shit, you know, and it works for their family. Oh, not, not gonna, okay. That's an arrangement a lot of people have, and, mm-hmm. and that's completely, like, normal or whatever, but once you start arguing, you know what I'm saying, and start taking personal attacks at each other, you know, she had said some shit about Jocelyn, so Jocelyn hit her back with that. She was saying, listen, if you a mama 
and you got a baby, and you ain't got your baby, and your mama got your baby, listen, you not the mama. Your grandmama's the baby. And what she was saying was, <laughs> what she was really saying was, your that's not your baby, it's the grandmother's baby, is what she was trying to say. But she said, your grandmama's the baby. She meant your grandmama's the mama. So and she said your grandmama's the baby. Your grandmama's the baby. And so it was just... <laughs> I had and then never posted it and really posted it. Posted it. Hey, but you see how hard she hit it too. She still like kept it like then, okay. <laughs> like she couldn't just go do after another she take. Says it, after <laughs> she says it, there's a beat, right? There's a pause. Yes. And you hear yes. someone in the background who we know because we know her voice and we were familiar with what was happening at that time. That was her friend and me, Dawn, who they had a very public falling out on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and come back together after Jocelyn got pregnant and stuff and, you know, became really close friends became really close friends again. But you hear Dawn with that uh, goddamn chess eye cat ass <laughs> grin sound and laugh. Stop like, it. I, I, <laughs> you, hear her, you hear her hissing, like laughing after, after Jocelyn says, The grandmama's the baby. And then she laughs, and you hear Jocelyn says, Listen. And she's going to continue to talk because when Jocelyn makes those kind of mistakes in speech, she's aware of it. You know what I mean? But right. sometimes you ain't got time to go back and clean up what you messed up. You got to keep that momentum <laughs> rolling and just keep the keep on. So her, her transitional phrase was, Listen. You know, and she kept it moving. But the grandma was the baby. There was no, I stopped. She kept it moving. I stopped moving at that point because I had never heard anything like that. And I knew it was funny. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? Perhaps the grandmama is the baby sometimes. And it just made sense to me. Like, it just applied. You know what I'm saying? This cab driver won't pick me up because I'm black. The grandmama's the baby. This is the kind of shit to have. You know, so it's a fact of life is what I'm trying to say. And that's why. <laughs> that thank moment. You. That moment was very much, um, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> because, it, you know, when someone's like, speak better English, you speak English. That was very much, you speak English, so you know what I meant. <laughs> like, she didn't try to go back and fix her or anything. But I have to also double back again to Jocelyn on Star. I was re-watching recently, and the scene where uh, she stole old girl money, and the letter, she was reading it back. There's a character on Star, his name is uh, Yahel. And she kept saying his name, Jahil. <laughs> so she was like, hey, girl. <laughs> like when she read the letter back, <laughs> and Justin went, hey, girl, I took all your money. She was like, oh, yeah, and uh, thanks for telling Jahil I had his <laughs> <laughs> And she had, like, skipped town. I was like, oh, my God, Justin. Remember when um, she was, her and Cotton were dancers in that club? And um, Cotton yep. was like, girl, I need you to, um, somebody was asking for her or whatever. And she looked at her because she, Cotton wanted to have a conversation with the gentleman that Jocelyn's character was entertaining at the time. It was the first episode. She was like, girl, your mama uh, yeah, on the phone. Yeah. And Jocelyn's <laughs> character looked at, um, looked at uh, Cotton and she said, bitch, you better not be lying. And it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jocelyn did good on Star, but that shit was funny. Star she shot on the Star and got mad on it. Maybe that's some, I stopped watching. I don't know. I didn't catch that. She was on the first episode. You you got to go back and just catch her in that ever? first episode. It, it, yes, and it it was the right before Star does the number for the song. I bring me the anthem How of the show. How did I miss so, that? It was oh, quick, but you know, <laughs> she, she did come back later on. But it was it was quick. She had th she had like those two scenes and then like a voiceover. It's like scene. she got two <laughs> clips on this show. So moving on to the second clip. <laughs> Okay, so the next clip actually is from Jocelyn Hernandez herself. Again, she needs no introduction. 
This is a clip that if you listen to this show, I guarantee you'll remember either myself or Asante saying this. And in fact, friend, you've also let this rip a couple times yourself, too. Uh-oh. It came from Jocelyn, the Queen Hernandez, Puerto Rican princess to be exact. And here it is. I cannot, I cannot. <laughs> That that right there is classic. Is I a classic cannot, Jocelyn. Cannot. That's season one, Jocelyn. Nah, season one, Jocelyn. That is actually. Is that season this two? This is actually how we're going to uh, close out this section of the show with, as far as music clips, <laughs> video clips rather. But that is actually from Jocelyn's baby special. Remember when she had her baby special and she was actually giving birth to Bonnie Bella, and they <gasps> had the cameras in there while she was pushing. And that oh, was just yes. they were holding her hand and the birthing pains was as you know, it's no secret that is and not a completely like different side of life. You know was she I'm doing saying? a like, was she doing a natural birth? I can't remember. It, it, I can't remember if she was having a C-section or she did a natural birth. Oh, I can't remember. She was yeah. pushing at that point, though. So I think she was okay. attempting to if she did. I can't remember, but I know at right. that point, can I remember? I cannot, I cannot, <laughs> but I know at that Woo! time she was pushing the baby out. And so, but that being said, you Woo. know, she had a beautiful, everybody knows Bonnie Bella is adorable. Her daughter was Stevie J. Um, so and Jocelyn cute. actually has been a good mama. Listen, she, the grandmama was not the baby with Jocelyn. Now she don't have, <laughs> I think her and Stevie J have a 50, 50 agreement now, or it may lean a little bit more heavily towards the amount of, he might spend more time with the baby than she does now. I think there was a change, but one oh, really? thing's for sure. Yeah, I think there was some legal shit that went down, but one thing's for sure, Jocelyn loves her daughter, and she always had that baby with her to the point where we was like, damn, she would always have her dressed up so much. Then remember, she had <laughs> that New Year's headband on her because it was black and gold and it had the year on it. <laughs> remember, she had that black and gold headband on the little girl with that black and gold dress. And we looked like, that's a motherfucking New Year's like party favor. <laughs> like, you know how the, the headbands say like the numbers like two, oh, one, yeah. nine, or whatever, with like the little tool piece, you know, behind <laughs> it, the little frill. Fluff thing. She, the baby had one of them on. I said, if she don't get that motherfucking New Year's Eve been off that little girl. But it just goes to show you the detail that she, you know, went into to caring for her daughter. She really was a loving mother. And so Aww. that clip is from her giving. I know, and I, Jocelyn Raggedy, but one thing she's not is a bad mom. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, uh, that. but that clip is from her giving birth where she said, I cannot, I cannot. So oh can I sit here and trash her as a mama? I cannot, I cannot. <laughs> she is a good mom. Okay. Now we've all said it, you know, and now you know where it comes from. So <laughs> those are just a few. Those were the uh, majority of the clips that everyone wanted to know the reference from again shout out to everybody who tweeted for these references we're gonna have to have a part two you know that wow i was about to say the fact that there are so many more that i'm looking at that have happened i can't believe there's been so many we'll definitely have a part two and just as a bonus i do have one more thing that i want to clear up i really have two but it's only one that i'm gonna do i'll save the other one for part two and that is the origin of enjoying the sidewalk <laughs> now, Asante, just off rip. Do you know where that story came from? Do you know what? Do you remember the story? Because you were there, you were part of it. I don't remember why you chose that phrase. I have okay, no idea. So we were on tour, and we were Asante and I were basically accosted by this guy on the street in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, oh my! Yeah, okay, oh. like on the on the, on the side. God. Where? And you know, what a day 
to make a long story short, you know what I'm saying? I like, hey, I'm at a point in my life I ain't finna argue with your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a either we finna box, fight to the death, you know what I'm saying? Or else I'm just going to crack jokes, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna insult you with humor. You know what I'm I'm just gonna diffuse the situation with humor basically. And so long story short, Asante and I were outside of our hotel in Charlotte and we were literally enjoying the sidewalk but i used the phrase we that day to mean smoking pot that's what it means really you know and so it was a good little you know, moment i ain't never been a person to get on here and just be you know say i, I smoke weed ah, i smoke a lot of weed you know that ain't never really been my stilo you know what i'm saying i just you know y'all know what time it is you know whatever but it's not about something i really have to speak a lot about so in telling that story story though that's the reason we were on the sidewalk and so there was no way i could like leave the part out as I was telling our listeners that basically this crazy man had attacked me in the Sante on that sidewalk. And instead of us arguing back with him or trying to fight him, I just started like staying in his ass. Like literally like just, I roasted him. You know I mean, you, you literally and sent him I on I literally roasted him down. <laughs> and mind hilarious. you, the sidewalk was on a hill. It was on like a decline. So as he was walking <laughs> away from us, he was like walking down the hill. And I was above <laughs> at the top, like yelling the, you know, the, the jokes and insults that way. But I qualified our placement outside and us even being in that position to have this interaction with the guy by saying that we were outside enjoying the sidewalk. And so that is what that means. That is where that comes from. Um, there's a much, much, much more colorful story that accompanies that. But that's not what we're here for. We're just here to define and qualify, define and qualify the terms, the phrases and colloquialisms that we use frequently on this show. Enjoying the sidewalk is one of them. And that is where it cometh from. And that's the yeah. reference episode part one. It's been a pleasure having all of you here uh, for a part that of that discussion. That so was great. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make that a pimp so turn good. to the left. That's right. So good. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Pivot on into the well, 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 well. Yeah. <laughs> Wellness section. So, so we're gonna tap into our ecosystem for this week's wellness segment in two parts. The first one being that remember that I mentioned that the Liberate Meditation app, which is the meditation app for us and by us, which mm-hmm. centers the Black and POC experience. They gave 21 of our listeners three-month subscriptions for free. 
at no wow. cost, which is amazing. I didn't want to make the process complicated because I know everyone's going through a lot and the quicker people had access to it, the better we'd all be for it. So literally the first 21 people that messaged me saying, friend, I want the subscription, they got it. So I already sent over, if you received a message from me asking for your full name and your email and you responded back, trust that all of that was already sent to the developers at Liberate Meditation and they will be messaging you or, or rather they'll be emailing you with more information on how to set everything up this week. If they do not email you by the end of this week, please reach out to me at Fram at heyfranhey.com so that I can make sure maybe I had your email wrong or maybe there was a miscommunication on some end and I want to make sure that you are all set. So please, let's keep that communication going. I'm very excited. The developers are awesome. Shout out to Julio, who is the creator of the meditation app. He's excited. He was like, this is so great to be able to collab. So really thankful. I hope that you guys that are going to have access to the app for the next three months i hope you find it helpful impactful and most importantly fruitful so like i said please reach out to me if you do not hear from the liberate meditation app by the end of the week if you are one of the 21 people that i have already been in communication with so that's the first part just want to put Mm -hmm. that out there shout out to the, the meditation app i know man it's so bomb now the second thing i wanted to bring up was Lake Charles. Have you guys been following along? Ain't that the one in um in Louisiana where the storm and all, where the storm was and came through, right? Right. Yeah. Lake Charles is a city mm-hmm. in southwest Louisiana. Um they're in the middle of a serious crisis. They had a uh, Hurricane Laura which tore through the region. They said that just now the streets are um just now, after nearly a week of the hurricane tearing everything up, is now people are able to even walk the streets. It's just been really devastating. Different people from Lake Charles have been sending us images of all the houses in their neighborhood completely gone, completely destroyed. Jesus I mean, Christ. it is heartbreaking. A lot, like I said, a lot of you reached out to us, but um, I was able to actually be in communication with a young lady by the name of emerald she goes by m underscore jade g on twitter and she asked her if she could give us organizations that she trusts because she's a local you know i'd rather get information from the ground than most of the orgs that most of us will circulate on twitter not really knowing if they even helpful if the money's even getting to the locals that need it Sometimes we'll just retweet things without actually doing the research. So it was nice to have someone on the ground tell me these are the orgs that I know for sure. Um, So Jay Emerald said there's an organization called the SWLA Center for Health Services. The website is givebox.com. I actually retweeted this on my Twitter, which is just at HeyFranHey. Um, it's on the most recent tweets. I don't tweet a lot, so you'll be able to find it with ease. If you want to just go to my Twitter and click it directly, you'll see the uh, the hashtag. I mean, the handle, like I said, is at M underscore JG. That's the first org she gave us. Um, and then she also mentioned, a co- she uh, gave us an Amazon 
wish list as well that people in the neighborhood are using to get resources and equipment and you know the necessary tools out to each other as well as joeldjacob.com which is the hurricane laura resource link so go to my twitter like i said i'm also gonna make it even easier for everybody what i'll do is i'm gonna post her or repost rather her tweets right under this week's episode link on twitter so when you see the link for the new episode, for this episode dropping, I'm just going to create a thread with her hurricane links so that it's easier to access, easier to find. Um, that way I know a lot of you aren't even on Twitter and might not necessarily know how to navigate it. And those of you who from Lake Charles, you have our prayers, our support. Please reach out to us and let us know if there's any other way that we can amplify local orgs or be of support and tap into our ecosystem to make sure that you are okay. So that's what we're here for. That's what we're able to do for our world. So let us know, keep in touch and thank you to Emerald for sending over those links. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Mr. Music man, what you got for us this week? Thank you, Fran, for keeping us in the know and on the pulse of things that matter because music can only do so much. So shout out to everybody doing their part out there. Um, but on to music. It's been a crazy, crazy week. Lots of things have been happening. Um, I'll try to talk about as much as I can as quickly as possible. Um, the first thing I want to start with is the VMAs came on. Uh, I don't know if anybody really watches those anymore. If that's like I a haven't watched in a still, long but, time, to be honest. Me either, but they are relevant still. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Course. That's literally that was literally why I like watch not because I actually cared anymore, but because I know people still care. So and and it's still a big deal, you know, to be an artist and to get that type of acclaim. So don't want to downplay that for anybody else. But, you know, I'm of the like of like, I'm glad I get to. Can I be honest Um, on what what kind of turned me off? I always think they get it wrong when it comes to who performs on the pre-show and who performs on the stage show. I always get so offended, and that's a big part of why I stopped watching, to be honest. I.e., Chloe and Holly performing on the goddamn pre-show. Did they really? You see what I'm saying? Pre-show. Like, that is so... I just now, don't get it. They always get that wrong. The only way that it would have been acceptable, I mean, of course they still did it because they're professionals and they slayed it. But the only way that it's acceptable for me that they're the pre-show performers is if they have like a whole segment before the shit and they're supposed to set the tone for the whole VMAs. But like, like Chloe and Halle are gems because honestly, that's a little waste on them because a lot of people probably watched Chloe and Halle and was like, well, I saw what I needed to see and turn that shit right the hell off because Chloe and Halle have showed up and showed out all quarantine and they did no less on the VMA. So shout out to them for that. But um, lots of performances. Doja Cat performed. Um, How was that? Lady Gaga performed. How was Doja's? Doja Cat's performance was sick. Like, I was really, really fucking loving her performance. Like, everything about the way that it was like this interplanetary galactic shit. Um, her glam was on point. Choreography was right. Doja did what she needed to do. And the music. You know, a lot of people, they'll do like a, a similar track or something kind of just new she used basically her regular track and then the dj or whoever she worked with they mixed in like a lot of cool parts to the the song so different parts of the song that you already are waiting for to love enjoy and enjoy were mixed in with like some new other shit and you like damn i want this mix too or this one instead so she breathed whole new life into um say so again and um shout out to doja cat she gave her speech she won an award and she i'm not gonna lie to you 
she looked like she was about to be like, you know, fuck everybody <laughs> that, you know, did what they had to do. But she didn't do that. She just said thank you to everybody and hesitated for a moment. She was like, I probably aren't, I probably not think of who I'm supposed to thank. But um, thanks, everybody. Like when she was wrapping up and kept it pushing. <laughs> Why are you making you about that to say, Dustin? Right. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, did nobody else. So none of y'all feel like that was segregation. What? <laughs> so when she had what performed or whatever, like. <laughs> What? Like the stage was split in like two halves, and then like the um like the dancers were like behind her, I guess because of social distancing, they all had masks on. But she, they was like tur- all the choreography, they was like turning their head. It was just very separatist. It just reminded me of segregation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Little Rock Nine. That's just where the what I didn't see it, so I don't me. even know. Um. Well, to your point, there were, I think people were keeping quarantine in mind. I'm so t- there, there were performers no wearing masks. I'm literally talking shit. <laughs> so there's no point well, to even be near. Well, to my <laughs> yeah. point, uh, Wait, other people so, were. So this was an actual stage performance. Like they were at a, at a, a performance venue. Yes, what people did yeah. was they produced their own performances essentially. So they made like videos basically for their songs and submitted those as performances. Uh, it's kind of like the way BET did. Yep. Got you. Okay, I was wondering if they if they followed like BET's blueprint because BET killed it. Remember, we were all like, "Wow, that was the best BET award show I'd seen in a long time." And they kind of set the tone for how they were gonna how award shows could move forward, considering yeah. that most of us are quarantined. Well. It's all Viacom, so whoever was on that team at BET, I guess they went on over to MTV and you know did it ten times bigger. Damn, because that's true because they, they got the um, budget. So you know, Kiki Palmer, you know, shout out to her. She did a great job hosting. Um, she also took advantage of her hosting opportunity by um, you know doing a performance because you know Kiki Palmer just dropped an album and she performed one of her songs off the album Snack. So it was a cute performance. She was performing so good. I was like, damn, you're doing this a little bit better than some of these people that, you know, touch the regular stage. How, does so, the, how did the red carpet Kiki. work? I was confused because I saw all these people who were, um, you know, like taking red carpet pics, quote unquote. And most of them looked like they were actually in front of a step and repeat. It did not look like green screen. So, like, what the fuck did MTV, like, send out, you know personal step and repeats and carpets for people to be photographed on was there like a did they oh like that a, actually makes sense if they send yeah, like, people individual so, step and repeats that's crazy yeah so when they introduced the the overall show too i know they said they were at um empire state building so i don't know if there was like a little small audience or something to go along with some of the production but um, they kept doing like some stages were like kind of go-to stages like when kiki would do like her intro um, they would also have like Bella Hadid when she came out to do the hosting. She was on that stage, too. But whenever they were giving people their awards, it was funny because they would just walk out and the award would be sitting like on like on a little table or something for them to crazy. grab as opposed to somebody holding it. <laughs> yeah. Quarantine, I have to watch this. I, I can't picture what you're saying. Like so they so for the awards, there was a stage. But for the performances, yeah. they were done separately. Prior. Prior. So, yeah, so I don't know if there was also like um, you know, a stage for performances with limited audience or if it was just fully, you know, uh, music videos done because for some of them it was probably a little bit of both, but like, you know, for Chloe and Halle and I think Doja Cats those were just, you know, music videos. Like it, I don't think there was an audience needed for that. But then there were other bands that performed like um CNCO is like a new uh, uh Spanish or Latino boy band. I hopefully I'm not saying anything offensive or wrong. 
But uh, they did their performance like uh, along oh, the I same wonder stages, if, Kiki outside. I wonder if the the name is Cinco. I think it is. That was- yeah. I just said CNCL because I didn't want to just say Cinco and be done. So. <laughs> I just wonder. But, uh, I don't even know who they are. <laughs> no, I think you're right, though. because uh, And one of them had, like, really, really cool hair, like the way it was done. We'll, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to Cinco. <laughs> um, but uh, back into the quarantine performing, uh, when La- Lady Gaga performed, she had, like, a little mouth covering thing over her face. And she was doing her choreography. And then when Ariana came out, too. Uh, her face was covered too. So it was actually really, really. So they uh, were actually together because I missed that performance. They were actually together on stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were together on stage, dancers and everything. And all the dancers had masks on. It was like part of their costume. Those dancers so. had masks on too, which I also deemed racist, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think I think everybody <laughs> was playing. taking quarantine. I know your asses. I think everybody was taking quarantine into effect because, you know, even when the baby. He had um, Jabberwockies and they had on their masks when they were performing because they always wear them. They they wore the mask before that oh, was a thing. Wow, so. the Jabberwockies. What the hell? Yep. America's the best dance crew. How about Wow. That's crazy. Where you find them at? Somewhere ticking. <laughs> 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 Why is Dustin ticking on Zoom? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Can't deal with it. Oh, Nevadius. Um, I didn't pay attention to any of the winners. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you. Uh, Megan won something. Shout out to Megan for winning. Cardi won something. Shout out to Cardi hey. for winning. But I don't really watch the awards for the awards. I just watch performances and keep it moving. Who, was, so who, that's was, what I did. who do you think was the best performance of the night? Best performance? Of, I mean, Chloe and Holly, hands down. That's why, like, I said it shouldn't. it's not even acceptable that they were pre-show performers. Like, I know I understand that they're newish. Mm-hmm. But nah, they, but when you're good, you're killing. good. Like I'm sorry. Yeah, like, and like even their last project before this new project was solid. So like you know, to me <laughs> it was just how do y'all come you know with this second album that's even more solid with the visuals even in quarantine and y'all are set as the pre-show performers. So that's why it's like mm, somebody either just didn't know or they no, just didn't they just, see the value they just here. Be shady on that, whoever decides that. Was the performance they did the one where they had on like a silver metallic? Yes. And then yeah. they were like they in a Sasha spotlight Pierce. kind of yes. and doing these robotic kind yeah. of moves and synchronization. Okay, yeah. I saw a small clip of that uh, going circulating on Twitter. So I was wondering if that was part of the performance. Honestly, this is going to fuck some people up. But if you haven't, and not you personally, but anybody that hasn't like really checked out any of Chloe and Halle outside of like the standard vid- visuals that they put out. Like, they're, like, live performances. Because, you know, you can only do so much in quarantine. But I don't know if they've got, like, a ton of acres or what the fuck they're doing with the drones and <laughs> shit. But they are putting out quality quarantine content. That's so and bomb. I just feel like they put out that great album to go along with it. So please support and celebrate these young women. They're just doing it big. But that's really it for me on the VMAs. I mean, uh, like I said, Kiki, I think she did a great job hosting she was like, whether I was their first choice or they only picked me because it was quarantine, uh-uh. doesn't matter. Your girl still got the job. <laughs> and she was doing these little characters. It, it was cute. It was really, really lovely. And speaking of characters, before we before I'm done with this, Doja Cat, at the beginning of her performance, uh, she did like a little throwback parody to like MTV News. Like she pretended to be like a, um, a VJ. And she was like, hey, what's up, everybody? And I forgot what the fuck her name was, but it was like Everything Sucks or some shit like that. <laughs> of course. Hitler. Um, performing now is... <laughs> Doja Cat. <laughs> it was great. Great, great instincts for her Adolf. nostalgia. At showing feet in racial chat rooms. 
Well, listen, when she paused on that stage, you, I don't know if you've seen like. <laughs> I don't know if you saw her Twitter, but like I guess, but like the, a week or two ago, like the last one of the last things she tweeted was like, "I've seen every person's tweet" or some shit like that. So when she hesitated on the stage, I thought she was going to be like, "I've seen what everyone." Like, I she was I'm surprised she didn't do that. She must have had to fight in I, that moment to she's not. She's saving it for the Grammys. <laughs> She fought. You watched her fight. You, you watched her. She was holding that award. She did like the whole little, <laughs> like, like she had to just take a moment and say, "Do I want to fuck this up right now, or do I want to just quit while I'm ahead?" And it she ain't quit, worth so. it. It ain't worth it. <laughs> you said she's saving yes. for the Grammys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where you really show your asses at the Grammys on that stage. Channel the damn channel the Dixie chicks. Or I guess they the chicks now. You know, a real the chick who stand up for something. That's when you say you make a statement at the Grammys. You know, the VMAs, you just come drunk, have a good time. Like, you know, it's just that kind of, you know, that's the vibe. Like, you know. <laughs> well, that does it for the VMAs. Anything else y'all want to add for that? Did you catch it? Do you care? I didn't see it yet. So, no. Yeah, I don't know what to add. Sorry. Moving right on along to another important, probably more important uh, moment in music. Versus happened Monday, hey. which is yesterday here, but mon- a couple days ago by the time you listen. Um, Brandy versus Monica. Woo. Like, honestly, this was one of those things I just never thought that I was going to see. L- like, I thought that it would have, it's a cute idea that I hope one day to happen. And here we are. It's happened. Um, everybody got a chance to tune in. Yep. Ali caught the first half. Oh, good friend. You caught the first half and I caught the last half. So we wow, can kind of like other, build yeah, it back yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. A, I saw I'm the whole thing tonight. so I can fact check. <laughs> I knew you. I knew you seen the whole thing. So actually, I'm, I'm glad you said that, Dustin. So you can actually tell me. So who did start? Because <laughs> you remember last week you said Brandy was going to start. Oh, start being start shady. Who started being shady? It was not Brandy, was it? It was absolutely Brandy. And from the moment she sat down, she started talking shit about... Um, Oh, this sort of note, you know, because when I my album was out, I sang these notes this way. And, you know, because I had to <laughs> sing them that way, you know, saying all those things, making reference to Monica saying as all if she was, things. you know, making reference to Monica as if she was more difficult and, and, and you know, uh, disagreeable. And she was the cause of not going on that tour, bringing up their fist fight. Referencing okay, all these personal I will, things. I, I will, I will give it so to pissed. you when Monica was talking about uh, so the kick in, the yeah, kick in the door or whatever. And she was like, you know, but I changed. I don't <laughs> slap people no more. And Brandy was like, hmm, hmm. Yep. And I was like, oh, no, Brandy, do not do this right now, please. We literally were all in the group chat like, she's not. She's not. She no. did. She did. <laughs> And she and, and Monica Whoa. was like, "What? What are you trying to say?" And Brandy was hmm. like, "I mean, I was one of those people. She really did that." <laughs> and she continued, oh, she and she continued no. acting that way and behaving that way the entire night. Monica had the patience of Job. You know that biblical character Job. That's the patience <laughs> that Monica exhibited on that stage last night. And anybody that watched it understood that Brandy was being a stone cold. You know what to Monica, and it was no, there I was didn't no excuse. See it that way. Oh, I, I felt- seen it, felt it, heard it, understood it, see, look, received it. Look how I perceived it. I felt like they were just two. Com- they're two totally different personality types. 
and so Brandy was trying to be like too playful and like a goofiness, you know. And Monica yeah. was just like not having it. <laughs> she, like, like they were there for two very different right. reasons, right? Like, like it felt so much like that. Like Monica was there to do her right. job. She was there to sing. She was there to reminisce. She was with there to do the fans that they want. Bob. She was I there. I loved her hair. I'm obsessed with that hairstyle. She was there to drop her new single. Like she milked every opportunity as she was. That was a to. shady moment too. I will admit when she dropped her new single and Brandy was like, "Is this a break?" <laughs> Well, no, because they were supposed to take a break and then she was dropping nah, the single and then she was, and Brandy was like, me. I was even I'll admit that I was like, girl. So what I will also say is because this was towards the end when Brandy was flexing all up and down Monica talking about David Foster. I was sitting and there the crying Tupac laughing intro, because the biggie shout out, yo, <laughs> the poems. <laughs> now, nah, OK, the poems. The po- I have a poem. What? The jeans. Stop it. I like the jeans. God damn. Looking like she easing on what down the road. What do them jeans do to you? The, the scare, looking like the scarecrow <laughs> in the whiz. I said, what the fuck? Patches? She looked like uh, Clarence Carter. When I was so raggedy, folks used to call me Patches. Remember on the, uh, that song Patches by Clarence Carter? I said, you got the gall, you got the audacity to have a stinking ass attitude while you're sitting up here as talented as you are, as amazing of a voice as you have, as, as, as respe- respected by your industry peers, including Monica that night on that stage who was being gracious, giving Brandy her props, like no issues, nothing. And Brandy just... Was being obtuse. She would everything. Really? Was just, I, yeah, well, oh, maybe yeah. maybe this happened more in the second half that I did it not. It definitely catch. did. It okay, definitely, it so then I'll have presence. to I'll have to hold my position then because I did not see the. I whole just thing. I just felt like Brandy thought that they were gonna be like on this like sisterly vibe or some a playful shit. like a more playful was, vibe. Yeah, because you know when you're like, because because Brandy was giving me, you know, whenever Justin, you see somebody in the studio, he, he cannot fix his face. He can't. He can't. He's he's not buying whatever I'm about to try to sell. <sighs> I just thought like Brandy was giving too much because it was so much of that like, oh, we in the studio vibing, learning processes. Like it was that whole thing, and it's like, girl, you not that's that's not what you're doing. Like y- y'all are like reminiscing about y'all music, but then I knew she knew that that was wasn't she was doing. Because when she would come back and flex, so that's what I was like, okay, well, Brandy, what is your ulterior motive? Like, I don't know what's going on. Because it did feel very much like, like there were times where she was like acting out of it, or not acting, but she seemed very much out of it. But then it's like she would come back like that when it was time to reminisce about some shit from the old day, some shit that just so happened. Like, I my car stacked better than yours, Monica. You know, all love though. Like, it just seemed kind of like underhanded a little bit but not a whole lot i didn't get that seriously from brandy like not intentionally rather crystal put it best she was saying that she felt like brandy is still trying to uphold this goody two-shoe you know uh clean girl image apparently there was a part where monica said ho and brandy like Sideline flipped ho. out or something i didn't catch that part that but they were telling me friend. and i was like ho sorry baby ho let me get in. How? How? Listen, I meant that thing. Do you know? Friend. Friend. I'm sorry. She gonna say, um, uh, cover your ears, Sarai, talking about her daughter. Do you know how old Brandy's daughter is? Ain't she like 18? 19. <laughs> she a whole manager somewhere. Like, like what then, you mean? 
But she's just mind. passing that down because it sounds like her mom was the same way. That's why Brandy feels like she needs to keep up this goody two shoe thing, you know. This is why she lied about getting pregnant with that very Ex- child. But exactly, and it seems like she's just passing that mm-hmm. same pattern mm-hmm. down to her kid. I didn't see that part, but I mean, I felt like Crystal put it best. Monica was playing sideline hoe. <laughs> and then after she was being shady, acting like she ain't know who young Miami was. Monica was like, um, my for my girl Carisha from the City Girls. If my, she was like, I'm gonna do this for my girl Carisha. And Brandy gonna say, now mind you, no matter who Monica is saying she's doing this for or dedicating this to, you don't have to know who she's talking about. So you didn't even have to be vocal about the fact that you didn't know. Because you weren't even a part of the conversation at that point. Monica was introducing the song she was about to play. So Monica right. said, and this is just an example of what I'll be talking about. <laughs> Ooh, so like, so Monica was about to play Sideline Home. She was like, you know, my girl Carisha. And Brandy gonna say, like, lean back. Uh, who, uh, who, uh, who, Carisha? Stop and it. Monica was like, my girl Carisha from the city girls. She's like, oh, oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, Carisha. Oh, girl, okay. I mean, you know. <laughs> so, Carisha, young, young Miami been... gonna tweet. That's okay. I only know two Brandy songs, so we uh-uh. need them. But then she deleted it. She deleted it <laughs> right after that, but she sure did. Listen, I came for the music. And Brandy came for the melee. (laughs) And won. So won what? Worst Uh dressed? Uh Uh Uh-oh. Most most hot, most hot on set. (laughs) What I will say is I love that Monica is still the same person. Like a lot of people like change and they come and throw, but like Monica has evolved as the same person. And I've like appreciated watching that through the years. Like every time you talk to her, she sounds the same. Like her values seem like they remain the same. Like she's the same girl. And even though the, and the music still evolves. So shout out to you, Monica Denise. Still and loving you. Bra- no, I'm just playing. I love no. Brandy. I'm just playing because I love Brandy's music. Y'all know I love Brandy. So this is all jokes. Oh, you know, she jokes. was she was being shady, but the rest of this is like jokes. We just speaking of shady. This, did yep. you see? Did you catch XD's shady tweet? <laughs> what did he, he say? Said, so at what age do y'all just give up and start dressing like Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> the facts, I mean, hey. Y'all know Brandy was looking like Joseph in the amazing Technicolor dream coat. That's how I dressed. So oh, I was going to tweet him. I was going to tweet XD and be like, 38. <laughs> 38. Maybe even 37. You can check my IG. <laughs> He's screaming about baby mama and your daughter can buy cigarettes. Girl, <laughs> Brandy. So anyway, it was good, though. It was great to see all that music, all that black R&B music. Yes, it was. I'm going to watch timeless. tonight. I'm going to watch yeah. the whole thing tonight. And so check good. out um, check was- out Supercent. As a matter of fact, this is the episode of Clips. So why don't we add this? This is something that I feel like is very relevant to... Um, our discussion right now as we discussed last night's versus battle between Monica and Brandy and no one better than Wazam Super herself, Super Scent <laughs> from New Orleans. She said it best. Here we go. I'm a voice a little hoarse because um, I was doing a whole lot of screaming last night, bitch, throwing this verses. But let's not forget all the songs Monica didn't play. You know, like for you, I will. One in a lifetime with you. Street Symphony, why her hell no. Still go Superman. Hurts the most. Don't got to go home tonight. Knock, knock. Like, come on. Like, there's a whole lot of songs Monica can't play. And I was sitting there like... Play the songs, Mo. Play the fucking song. That's it, you know. 
I agree with I agree with Super Saiyan. Well, you know. Monica did play for you. I will, and that was a moment, by the way. But you know, I just yeah, there's so much she didn't play though. Like she really didn't even dig. She really didn't even fuck with the makings of me. The real songs are like Hell No and um, um, all, all mm-hmm. the song with Tweet, Gotta Move On, and all of that Street Symphony. Uh, with you off of that first album, like you know, all the the stuff that the real Monica fans love. But I understand why she did what she did. She played singles, hits, and she also promoted her new singles. She gave love to the free Corey Miller movement. Um, and mm-hmm. I just, you know, shout out to Monica. Shout out to Monica. And it's what, what I mean about. I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna let it go. But this is what I mean about the unprofessionalism of Brandy yesterday. All right? <laughs> so. They opened it up. Monica gave a loving, you know, speech about um 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 um, um she gave she gave a um she gave she said words about loss of life, right? Basically is what she did. That was the, that was the time to pay your respects, do your RIPs, you know, um speak to whatever social justice issues regarding the loss of lives that you want to, right? That was the time to do that. Then we keep going, maybe about a half hour in and Brandy will say, you know, also uh want to take a minute to you know she got gave words for somebody who had lost their life you know later just threw off the rhythm girl read the room follow the beat what are you doing like if the time for that part of the conversation was at the top after that we lighten it up and move on into this music and the good times reminiscing and you bringing us back down just because you want to be different and let i brandy love your music love your voice (laughs) i don't even think brandy played anything from 211 Unless I'm mistaken, but they had thing. They both had like some shit that it would have been nice to hear them like. But like this right here would have got the party started. Some things would have been did. But they did a great job. Shout out to both of them and their immense catalogs and their immense status in music. And they look beautiful. Uh, They look like I was just happy to see them. They look healthy. They look good. You know, they've been in the business for such a long time. So it's always nice when you see people just still thriving and doing well because you know this business will eat you up and spit you out so you like dice man blessings to them well blessings to them thank y'all for doing that because y'all didn't have to and you might have and i never thought they would have to be honest i never thought that they would have i i just was always like oh that's just one of them things ain't ever gonna happen i don't know i keep saying it but I see why it took so long right. to happen. Who's going to be the happen. next versus Nene and Ken? Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like they have motherfuckers that hate each other up there. The ring doesn't mean a Nothing. thing. Right. <laughs> Where is your scooter, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that sums up By music the way, and TV in one, huh? Uh-uh. Look at you trying to get out. <laughs> it, it literally does. Oh, well, he was like, well, I guess we're done. done, done, done. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Well, I, well, last thing then. Um, I guess we're about to do listens lately. We don't have any things Ooh, that we, we want you to. We have so many too because Mad Music came out. Yeah, that has, so let's go ahead and get to that. Um, as we transition into that, people get their people get your your songs prepared. Excuse me. Um, I guess you can go Damn, check out. I don't know who to pick. 
<laughs> Don't forget, Brandy dropped her project B7. Um, that's why she played Borderline. Yeah. And Monica dropped her single with Lil Baby, Trenches. And it goes. And not just on the show. It still goes. I played it again today several times. So shout out to Monica. <laughs> Staying relevant. Always oh, so she evolving. dropped it already? Uh, she dropped it right then. I downloaded oh, okay. it right then. Oh, that right was th- smart. That's how you yes. do it. I told you, Monica milked it for everything that you're supposed to milk it for. And, mm-hmm. and appropriately. So... Thank you, Monica. And I saw people sharing that, like, her songs are all over the iTunes charts right now. Like, all over. Like, she pe- really did that. Yeah. There was people that was remembering things now. They was remembering. And there was some that just got hit to some new ones. Shout out to music. It does that. Outside of that, now we're going to do the listens lately. Dustin Ross, I would like to know what you had been bump, bump, bumping <laughs> in your speaker bump, system. Bump, bump. Okay. There's a whole bunch of stuff that came out. Shout out to Lil Wayne for putting no ceilings on streaming services. Um, Shout out to Tony Ben Braxton, who I'm officially a stand of, which I've been love Tony Braxton, but I have officially crossed the line and become a stand. Don't uh, don't talk shit to me about Tony Braxton or else I'm going to talk about your kids. Um, Also, Uh -uh. Um, I'll let y'all really (laughs) dissect Jasmine Sullivan's new single, Lost One, you know, and take a deeper dive. But that song is incredibly, beautifully painful. And just, I I, I, like, it is literally, I'm a person who prefers like the grittier, more emotion, uh, emotional, like stirring, you know, songs and musical moments. Even in rap music, I like the shit that, you know, makes me feel something. I love strings. Mm -hmm. I love a, a, a raspy vocal or just when you can feel it. That's why I'm such a huge Mary fan. Mm. But this song by Jasmine Sullivan, Lost One, is a prime example of that. I'm not going to play it because we can't, there's no way that you can play a snippet of that song. That's a song that you have to listen to from beginning to end. You have to listen to the entire song to really feel it and understand it. But it's beautiful. Um, the song I am going to play, also I love uh, both of Big Sean's <coughs> new singles, Deep Reverence and Harder Than My Demons. Yes. Of course, I've been playing those back to back. But the song that I am going to play is by this rapper named YNJ, who is from Michigan, <laughs> um, hey. featuring another artist called, named Louis Ray. It sounds like a Dustin song that I would like. Y'all will know it <laughs> when you hear it. And the name of it, believe it or not, you ready? Mm-hmm. Coochie. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> Energy, man. Why you do that, man? You always doing something, man. We Energy, yes, man. Why you doing that, man? Put a silencer on her, this bitch shoot like E. Bro, put a silencer on her, she sound like Lee's father. Beat your nigga, put us in the league, my whole team ball. Pull off on my play, made me mad, then me keep stalling. I just left the club, drunk as hell, I was sleepwalking. You can get extra nug if you keep calling. You can make it to the finish line if you keep jogging. Somebody call energy, I think I need Marlon. Hold on, you hear that phone ring, that's my fiend calling. Told bro this shit on the floor, he looked at the ground. Hit your bitch from the back, she looked back and smiled. Show blood ain't appreciated, I'm taxing now. Need off everything you spend, I'm taxing out. Bitch used to be classy, she ratchet now. Don't wear weave or we fuck, I'ma snatch it out. I got this one look, she snatching power. So anyway, you already know the vibes. It's one of them hood songs. That I you, like you know, it. You learn every word and you go off in the club. It gets a lot of Detroit love, a lot of Flint love, Beecher, all that. So shout out to Michigan. You know, I'm a Flint, Michigan boy till I die. Word to Michigan, A10313, you heard. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Fran, what about you? What you been bump, bump, bumping over there? Man, listen, so much music dropped. Last week was crazy. Um, 
I'm mm-hmm. sitting here like, who the hell do I pick? But I'm going to have to go with the homies because you always got to show the homies love first. India Sean. Hey, you took India. my pick. Now I got to find and something. And Anderson Pack dropped a record called Moving On. They also dropped a music video to accompany it, directed yes. by Anderson Pack. And apparently, it's his first music video that he's ever directed. So. Shout out to India. And, and his first video where he ain't wearing no glasses, huh? He it was so good, man. She and can we talk <laughs> about how beautiful India looks? What a oh star. God. Oh my god. Every shot like, of every single every, look. Like she's a beautiful look. girl naturally, literally naturally. She don't have to put nothing on. She just flies. But to mm-hmm. see her reach this level where she has a glam team, you know what I mean? Like, oh yes. so happy. So the record's called Moving On. By India Sean featuring Anderson Pack. never misses i mean India she just binge. never she's misses. a star <laughs> she's a star and then i have to play xavier omar oh the homie dropped the song called so much more and it is so beautiful if you watched if you uh have spotify you know how when you listen to some songs they'll have the visuals playing on this on your spotify mm-hmm. screen it had his wife from their engagement and their wedding. And I was like, oh, my God. I was emotional. Oh. I was emotional. It got you. It took you, you know out. It took me out. So this is how it goes. And it's cost so much more.
I mean, could you imagine your husband writing you a song like this? Oh, my God. Xavier, you never miss. And then lastly. He's amazing. I mean, and then lastly, man, this is really hard to pick because Tweet dropped a new record called Never Felt This Way. Mm. That is absolutely beautiful. Emily King dropped a record called See Me. Um, Now. I I never know if I'm saying her name right. Is it Nao or Now? <laughs> I've been told Nao, but I don't know. <laughs> Good one, Asante. <laughs> like Let, let's go with Nao. <laughs> Nao <laughs> put out a record with Leanne Lahava's called "Woman" that is so good. But um, I'm gonna give it to Robert Glasper featuring her and Michelle and Diggy Ocello because I miss Michelle Ooh. and Diggy Ocello. And hearing her voice just did something for me because she's forever. And to see her with with her is like, wow, what what a mix of worlds. The record is beautiful. It's called Better Than I Imagined. And here's how it goes. But it was better than I imagined Drastic acting to you It was just practice Sadness masking Hated you with a passion Had it granted Baby, I didn't cap it Cause it was better than I imagined Thought it'd be worse Cause it hurts I mean, and then in, and then the end Michelle and Diggy Ocello comes in with a poem which normally would be corny if it were anybody else, but no. But it's her, and so but it was. <laughs> I had met the sounds that made it like a life like, and I won't. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Have you heard the record, or are you just guessing this? How she sounded? I just, I just, you know, I understand that that's how she <laughs> to the song. I'm screaming. <laughs> that's exactly like. how she pulled up on the record. <laughs> Yo, you are wow. jokes. That's you know, hilarious. I love her. I love Michelle and Diggy Ocello, baby. Don't I mean, get me started forever. on bitter. That's how Ooh. I know how to do that voice. And she's like, it's a shame when you end up hating someone that <laughs> loved. That's how she talks. While you playing, um, PJ and Rhapsody got that song, Afini. And then at the end of it, um, oh, girl, she be doing the poem at the end of it. And I was, every time I hear it, I'd be like, well, what wave are we on? Be switching the vibe up. Oh wait! What else Hold you got on. For us, Lastly, um, that's it for the songs I'm gonna play. Some. But I did have to shout out another homie who just dropped an album. Shout out to PJ Morton, who shouted out the gospel according to PJ. Incredible compilation album. He literally got everybody there is to get from the gospel scene, and he's producing wow. the records. Yeah, I mean, if you go through it, I'm trying to see. That's yeah. really dope because he's already a super talent. He has so Kirk, yeah, he else. got Kirk Franklin, Jay Moss, Leandria Johnson, Mary Mary, the Clark sisters, Smorky, Smorky, you hear me? Smoky mm. Norfolk, <laughs> um, Yolanda Adams, y'all's baby, that album personal got the oil fave. On it. That album got the oil on it, baby. It's oil Dustin's on it. personal fave, uh, Kim Burrell. Never and then mind, of course, I take it all back. <laughs> well, with the exception of that, with the exception of that wow. track, that album is perfect. Uh, no, I mean it's incredible that he managed to literally pull the entire gospel scene together to work on this. So shout out to PJ, and that's it. Those are my listen lately. Shout out to PJ Morton, shit. 
All right, well, for the last uh, listen lately, I'm just going to play you a snippet of, since we're talking about homies, you know, great homie of the show, LaKaylee47. Mm-hmm. Hey, she dropped a La song Kaylee. called Zoom. Uh, you know, she was ready pre-quarantine for the thing. So shout out to LaKaylee47. She dropped a new single. It's called Zoom. Here it is right now. Fist in my pocket, just in case a nigga talking crazy, gotta stalk him. I don't have no ammo, but my gun, I got the rocket. On my target, no, them niggas sorry. Fist in my pocket, just in case a nigga talking crazy, gotta stalk him. I don't have no ammo, but my gun, I got the rocket. On my target, no, them niggas sorry. I ain't the type of bitch to do a lot of barking. And only thing I need validated is my parking. I'm from the back street, boy, where it's very rare. We linking. If you sing the wrong note, we'll put your ass in sync. Originally from Virginia, DMV, we squatting. Then I'd head up north to do my prospect parking. That's a deadly combination. It ain't safe. After dark, bring your drip round here. We gon' all turn up shirts with that crazy. Crazy. So that's LaKaylee 47. You know what I'm saying? She out here still doing amazing shit, just fucking it up. And that's it for the Music Man segment. Dustin Ross, please take it away. So thank you so much for tuning into the Friend Zone. Uh, it's been a great episode of Reference. Um, and such a beautiful two hours with you guys. Uh, can't wait to discuss this later. You can find us every week on all streaming platforms where podcasts can be found. Uh, once again, thank you to our host, uh, Francesca. Uh, Asante and Dustin, and we will get right with you on the next time. See you soon, the friends. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.